Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Please remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. We do love to hear from you. You can leave us a text or a voicemail at 781-591-0390, or you can hit us up on the jeans at forever35podcast at gmail.com. 
And please do visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can also find everything we mentioned on, on the show on Shop My Shelf, shopmyshelf.us slash forever35. And you can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group. The password over there is Serums. And you can sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. Dory, I am testing COVID negative. So I just wanted to share that pleasant news. I'm very happy to hear that. I am happy and I have returned home to California which has also been very nice. How does it feel to be home? Great. Honestly, it feels great. Um, you know, I'm very grateful that I was able to have COVID and just isolate and be alone in many ways, because I think it would have been hard for me to fully relax if mm. I knew like my kids needed my help or my husband was stressed or my dogs totally. needed to go for a walk. So I do, you know, really see the um, privilege in getting to just isolate in a hotel just because mm -hmm. I happen to have gotten COVID away from home. Um, uh, but it does feel good to be back. I am sleeping in our little guest house garage and I slept okay. for 11 hours last night. And I, I did that amazing. because I, I didn't want to be like breathing on Anthony all night and giving him COVID. And I started my first day masked in the house. And then when I tested negative, I have stopped, but I still am just kind of trying to keep my distance. So uh, yeah, eleven hours sleep. I mean, it was aided by Nyquil, but it felt okay. Good. Okay, yeah, you know, Nyquil is uh, Nyquil is self care. Nyquil is is serious stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. I owe a lot of my like uh, recovery, many minor viruses to Nyquil. Um, but I will say, and I did want to note this, is that the post COVID recovery is is a, a lot. Like I. I at least what I'm experiencing, like I'm having weird little things. I I don't feel great. Um and so I am trying to take it easy. And you know what? I was I was gently and lovingly called in by two friends over text message last night, not to overexert oh, yeah? myself. Yeah. Okay. Two really good friends. They sound really cool. They sound really cool. One of them might have been named Dory. Oh, 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 me? Yeah, you little, little me. <laughs> You and our friend Danielle, who uh, has also dealt with COVID, I was like, everybody, I'm negative and I'm going to go to this protest. And uh, I, I was I was about to like really overexert myself. And you both were like, hey, recovering from COVID is a thing. You need to you need to take it seriously and just relax. And I was like, oh, man, this is hard for me, but OK. As I think I said to you over text, there are many other ways that you can be active in, you know, the the world of reproductive rights. And yes, showing up for protests is very important, but so are like a million other things. And given that you are recovering from COVID, yeah, I think it best for you to stay home. Kate. And I did. And I, I went, I fell asleep, you know, I went to sleep and I got that 11 hours. Clearly my body needed it. I, it's, it's very hard for me to slow down. And it's very right. hard for me the second that I am quote better to not feel like I need to go at full blast. And again, like 
I am lucky that I can slow down. You know, I mean, I think yeah, about, totally. I think about how like, how medical professionals and many other people were being told to go back to work if they had COVID, even yeah. if they didn't have symptoms. And like, you know, God, I mean, again, we'll get into this. There's so much, you know, privilege in how we are able to deal with COVID. And I, I've just been thinking a lot about that because I am steeped in it. But um, yeah, so I'm trying to take it easy. It's hard for me to take it easy, but I'm trying. And I really do appreciate, I really, really appreciated you two saying something to me in a very nice way. You were just like, hey, you don't, you need to chill out. But it really helped. And then I was immediately like, oh, my friends are right. They really just like, they really, they were just, it just really, really helped me to slow down. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Dory. You're so thank welcome. You. I, and you know what? It, I'm so, so glad that you did take our advice to heart and that you, you did end up getting 11 hours of sleep because like that does just show like your body is recovering. Like your body is very tired. Yes, I know. I need to take care of this body. You do. Ugh, but this it's beautiful, just, it's beautiful body. Mm, this sweet <laughs> meat sack. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like what's interesting is my symptoms are still persistent. I'm still, you know, so I'm trying just to be aware. Well, I think it's hard because like you probably do feel better than you did in the oh, depths yeah. of COVID. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like you are getting better. But that still doesn't mean that you are well. Mm. Good point. If I, if I may. You may. That's a really good point. And I think also when you have what's quote unquote like mild COVID. Yes. Which I would assume that's what mine would be categorized as. Like you're you're kind of like this should be a walk in the park. Totally. Well, I think I think it's and this is sort of what we navigated when Matt had COVID, which, you know, now feels like a million years ago. Um, mild COVID is ca is classified as anything that doesn't put you in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So there is a very wide range of, yes. quote unquote, mild COVID. I mean, that can range from everything from like asymptomatic COVID to like, you can't get out of bed, yeah. but you don't have to go to the hospital. So like... Yeah. I think, you know, and I, I think that was actually, uh, that has actually been a, a problem for some people because like you just said, they tell themselves, well, I, I have mild COVID. Like I should be up and about. It's mild. When in fact, like mild COVID can be pretty debilitating. Yeah. So That's a really good point. Just please take it easy because I cannot host this podcast by myself. <laughs> who would talk you. about butter and horses? And who would talk you? about butts, honestly? And truly my three favorite things in the world. Butts, butter, and horses. Oh my God, I should get you a butter sculpture <laughs> of a horse's butt. Just cover all the bases. Mm, those, those sweet flanks or whatever yeah. they're called. I forget. Oh, you God. know, I, I can now tell you, I looked into getting you a butter sculpture of your book. Stop, Dory. Dory, stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But, oh you know, it's God. actually really hard to find people who do butter sculptures. <laughs> You'd think it would be easier. 
Especially in Los Angeles, where you can yes. really get your hands on anything. Yeah. Oh my exactly. god! I'm so, dying. Unfortunately, I was I was thwarted. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my in my god. in my attempt. <coughs> Excuse but me. Perhaps someday, maybe by the time like your fourth oh. book rolls around, I'll have figured out how to make butter sculptures myself. Yeah, please get on. The- oh my god! You know what? I would love it if that was your hobby. I've just taken up butter sculpting. There hasn't been a tennis lately. I wonder what's going on. Oh, she's butter sculpting now. (laughs) Well, listen, I'm excited to discuss the week that you have had because you are also taking care of yourself. Um, I am. So Kate and I were featured on this newsletter called The Nessie recently. Um, That is like all about wellness very broadly defined but they they were like very emphatic that they that they were not about the sort of like woo woo definition of wellness mm-hmm. which is always uh, which, a concern for us which is always a concern so we were sort of on we were like on board with that anyway they were very generous and gave us a thousand dollars each to spend on whatever sort of wellness things we wanted so one of the wellness things i chose was a 90 minute thai massage Mm. at the Raven Spa in Silver Lake, a neighborhood in Los Angeles. And Thai massages, if you are not familiar, um, they're very intense. Like they, they like walk on you and they like dig their elbows into you. And it's, it's, it's a much more intense massage than, kind of a regular massage a, even a, a deep, swedish if you will a swedish massage yes even a deep tissue massage pales in comparison to a thai massage but anyway i had not been to the raven spa since before lockdown and this was something that i used to do at i would say probably every two months if not more frequently before lockdown mm-hmm. like this was a regular part of my self-care so it was really nice to go back and I went yesterday and it was just like, it was so good. I mean, it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but like in a good way. Ooh, 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 ooh. And it yeah. felt like, do, is your body feeling positive it today? It is. You know, I had been feeling some like muscle. I, I'd been feeling like my my left forearm needed some massaging and I'm mm. still, it's feeling better, but I am sort of still feeling that. And I'm like, oh God, did I curse myself by saying I had never gotten carpal tunnel? Do I have carpal tunnel? Ugh, carpal tunnel? Goodness. Um, I don't think it is, but I don't. I'm just trying to like stretch and massage. Um, but yes, it. I just, I left there being like, uh, oh, good. <laughs> it was so nice. It was so nice. So... Yeah. So you can check out the Nessie. It's at the Nessie.com. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah. You um, can see what we, what we chose. And um, that was fun. That was fun to do. Yeah. Um, Kate, you and I disagree about a product. You know, yeah. But I think it's, I think I have like an issue with all lip products other than Vaseline, basically. Interesting. So there's like two products I can use on my lips that don't feel dehydrating. So we were sent some stuff from that company Evolve Together, which I think started by making masks. Yeah, I should say I have been wearing their masks 
for a very long time. I mean, since kind of the beginning of this pandemic, and they are they are my family's like preferred masks. We all love their their stuff. Them okay. and, and K's and well before those are our, our three mask makers. So I guess they've they've branched out into other products. One of which is a lip balm. They also I just did want to flag. They sent us these like reusable recyclable plastic bags like yes zipper bags essentially like a ziploc and they're great yes i'm obsessed with them um we've been using them for some uh toy storage oh interesting okay like some puzzle pieces (laughs) got it got it oh god Um, nightmare yes but they they have this hydrating balm that i really like kate kate claims that it dries her lips out but I I really like it. Kate claims. Kate it's claims. very nice. It's very nice going on. I really it liked is. it going on. And I do, it's in a little cardboard um, applicator, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And it's also big. Yeah. Which I think they want you to be able to use it. Like, I think you could like technically put it on your cuticles. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so I'm a fan. It also comes in a cardboard container, which I appreciate. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I just have like a problem. I can basically only use Vaseline or like the Smith's, um, rosebud salve, Mm. which I think is probably just petroleum. That's like all I can use on my lips. Everything else, anytime I get any sort of other nice lip balm, it always feels like it's drying out my mouth. I don't know. I can't help who I am. I know. I know. So... We have different points of view on something. That's okay. That's what makes us friends, frankly. (laughs) It's true. Well, um, (sighs) we wanted to also just share a message we got from a listener before we take a break. They wrote to us, am I depressed or am I just living in a post current question mark pandemic world with women's bodily autonomy under siege and climate catastrophe looming having a really hard time lately? Thanks for being a bright spot in this scary world we're living in. I mean, as previously mentioned on this episode, listener, we are right there with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing this podcast, we are so grateful that people see us as a quote, bright spot. And we like to like, you know, be the space where you can go and just kind of zone out, if you will. Yeah. Um, But... These are also issues that are really important to both um, Dory and me. So we are going to be um, talking more about um, bodily autonomy, as, as specifically as it relates to abortion access, um, on some episodes coming up, or on an episode coming up. Uh, and we agree with you. And it's you know, I do want to note it's anyone with a uterus. Yeah. Just to say, we see you. We also. Uh, we agree and please donate to abortion funds. And there are so many amazing uh, groups and organizations doing work in this area. Dory and I and the podcast has long supported sister song. And so they would be a great spot to go check out immediately in addition to supporting abortion funds. Yeah. Uh, And we, I think, you know, we will be, continuing this conversation because it's really important Mm -hmm. to both of us and you know what reproductive care is fucking self-care hell yeah so 
we appreciate you asking this question, listener. We're going to take an ad break and then we're going to transition back to the things that hopefully bring you that bright spot feeling, which we, I think both, um, it's an honor to get to be a bright spot for people. So we're going to, you know what, we're going to bring you all sorts of talk that hopefully will feel relaxing. Mm -hmm. So we'll be right back. All right. BRB. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, we are back. We have a text. Um, it says, 41-year-old college professor here. In an act of midlife rebellion, I'm seriously considering getting a nostril piercing. 
Am I too old? Will people judge me or not take me seriously? What do I need to think long and hard about before taking ye old poke? Would love your insights. You're not too old. You're never too old to do anything. And I would I would actually wonder or encourage you to like rethink or reframe this. This doesn't seem, I don't think getting a nose, a nostril piercing needs to be seen as an act of midlife rebellion. It's just you expressing who you are right now. Yes. I love that. And here's, here's a good question. Will people judge me or not take me seriously? I don't know. I don't know what kind of environment you're working in as a, college professor but my response is like if that's what they're basing their like reaction to you on like they're fucking idiots Mm -hmm. you can't worry about you can't worry about the the idiots who are going to respond to 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 how you express yourself that way no i agree with everything kate has said i mean my only thing about nose piercings now that we know about the triangle of death oh god i know (laughs) just something to be aware of i would go to a a reputable piercer and take good care of it make sure you're taking you're cleaning the area and and following their instructions on how to care for it yeah and congratulations that sounds fun yeah that does sound really fun okay kate let us hear a voicemail Hi, Kat and Dor. I am calling from Birmingham, Alabama, with a question for you. As writers and as parents and as lovers of the romance novel genre, um, I recently discovered that my 12-year-old daughter has been reading a lot of romance novels. And there's part of me that thinks, yay, she's reading. That's so fantastic. Um, and then she had asked to, me to take her to the bookstore to buy a book, and it was Red, White, and Royal Blue, which, you know, I discovered because of this podcast. I loved that book. Um, but part of me was a little bit, like, taken aback, like, oh, there's some graphic kind of, you know, sex scenes in some of these books she's interested in. And I don't know how comfortable I am with my seventh grader reading that stuff. But another part of me thinks, well, there's worse ways to learn about sex than reading it in a book, right? So maybe it's okay. Um, and I, I also understand and respect that even though we're really open and we, we, of course, have talked about sex and all that kind of stuff, there are certain things that you just don't really want to talk about with your mom. And I know that part of that goes back to like, you don't want to picture your parents having sex or like doing any of these things ever. So (laughs) I get that um, they got to figure it out somehow. So I guess I'm just curious from your perspective, what do you think about seventh graders reading um, romance novels? Do you, do you put a limit on that? Are there certain ones you would say, maybe not that one, or uh, is it just kind of a free for all? All right. Love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. Kate, I want to hear your thoughts first as the resident romance novelist on this podcast. I think this is such an interesting question. And it's, and I don't know if I have an answer, but I have reflected both as a parent, as a writer, as a reader, and also as a person who was a kid. 
and read very adult books at a young age. I will say one thing that has been interesting in talking to a lot of fellow authors is that they often started reading romance really young. I didn't. I came to it more as an adult. Um, but and and the ways in which it shaped them as people and as writers, and it's very beautiful to hear them talk about it. I find it really inspirational. So I personally I think it's really I, okay. I think it's really important to be aware of what your kids are consuming, and every family's boundaries are going to be different. So I don't think we are in any position to be like, yeah, your kids should read that one specific book, or like, no, definitely not. What I think is that, and I, I think you're doing. You sound like such an amazing parent, listener. Like you're being really thoughtful. You're seeing it from your kids' perspective. And you also have another great thing going for you, which is that you've read the book. So what I think can be really helpful as a parent is if you either read or watch or whatever the the media prior um, or along with your kid. And so then you know not only like what they're consuming, but also you can talk to them about it. And I think that can be like my daughter and I are actually reading a book together right now. We like We don't read it every day, but at night, like we before bedtime, like she and I sit and we'll like read a chapter and we'll talk about it. It's not an adult book. It's, it's a, you know, book for 11 year olds. Um, but I really like being able to then like talk, you know, to talk to her about it. So I think that is a really smart way of doing it. Um, and I think you make great points. It's a great, it is a good way. It is how we learn about things. Um, and it can be really formative, but I imagine, but it's very different when you're reflecting on your own childhood than when you are a parent. It's so, it's so interesting to hear you talk about this because you, I mean, you are the parent of a child who is almost this age. Yeah. And so I feel like all of my sort of, I'm like very steeped in toddler culture right now. You know what I mean? Yep. So like the question, the, the, my kind of ideas about how to navigate something like this, I feel like are so just like steeped in the eighties. Like totally, I get it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, kids have been reading this, like you've said, so many romance writers kind of grew up sneaking romance and in my head, I'm like, she's going to fucking read this stuff. Like, whether nope. or not you, like, allow her to, quote unquote. Um, and, like, I love Kate's suggestion of reading it with her. I also kind of think maybe don't. <laughs> like, I think I yeah. would disagree oh, with you. Because, like, <sighs> 12 is such a, it's such an interesting age. Like, sh- you know, you're really kind of, like becoming a person in a in a new and different way and you have you're you're starting to explore like privacy mm-hmm. in a new that's way that's a great point dory and so you know maybe this is like a thing that she gets to experience alone like for I herself i think and again maybe this is just like the 80s kid in me but like i think it's kind of cool to let her like have this yeah I love that. I think that's a really um, great perspective. So I don't know. Uh, But it's also like cool to share things with your kids. So like who the fuck knows? (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, like, again, 
like who knows what everybody's boundary for what they let their children consume is going to be different. I mean, my kids listen to so much music with swear words and I know other people's parents who don't let them do that. But I like language is not like we talk about it, but that's not something I feel like I need to um, keep them from, but other people might disagree and that's fine. Totally. I think and we have to like let everybody do this their own way. Yes. I mean, I'm just thinking about sixth grade, which is the year I turned 12. So, you know, actually, I was 11 for most of sixth grade. Mm. That was the year I read Flowers in the Attic. Mm-hmm. That was like, I'm just, there was a friend of mine in my class. She was reading like Carrie, the Stephen King novel. I read so much Stephen King when I was that age. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I just, I just think it's like, 12 year olds gonna 12 year old and like they're gonna (laughs) find shit and like that's just a part of being 12 dory i uh like also they they have access to so much stuff like the other day my daughter was like oh this song's from euphoria and i was like how do you even know what the fuck euphoria is (laughs) totally what like and i don't obviously (gasps) don't i don't let my kids watch euphoria but they they are they are going to tap into things yes. no matter what. She yeah. hasn't watched Euphoria, but she is aware of that it's a TV show. Yes. And, you know, I also, on the other hand, like kind of, Kate, to your point, I do think they are still figuring out who they are. And it can be actually very reassuring for them to feel like there are boundaries and, mm-hmm. you know, that their parents are still kind of like protecting them as much as they might chafe against those boundaries. It's very tricky. I think parenting tweens and teens is, and I'm just thinking about myself because I was a lot. And, but I do think that like having, having bound, clearly articulated boundaries is can be really helpful when you are parenting kids this age. That's which such I realized a great point. Goes against, like, sort of goes against what I was just saying, but like, also kind of doesn't because, like, well, but that's how hard this stuff is to navigate. I mean, that's that's yeah. really it's kind of like a case by case basis. Well, and also I think it's really important to have the boundaries and know that they like they might be violated. Right. But like your kids need to know that like you have this boundary because you think that this just isn't appropriate for them. They're not old enough to like be able to navigate euphoria. Yeah. Or The Bachelor, which my 11 year old is desperate to watch. But like, you know, if she sneaks it at her friend's house and doesn't tell you. Mm -hmm. She'll be okay. That's just that's. Yeah, she will survive. And like, maybe then she will want to ask you about it and then you can have a teachable moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and again, we are not experts. We are navigating this shit in our daily yes. lives and yeah. parenting, like, again, I know it's hard. So uh, Godspeed to all of us who are trying totally. to do it. All right. So, Kate, let's take another break. Okay. See you soon. See you on the other side. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. 
not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, here we are on the other side. <laughs> Dory, I'm going to narrate this. Uh, imagine me asking this next text message as a listener. Okay, all right. Dory, do you ever yes. miss a day of your line-a-day journal? If so, do you go back and write something? I've been doing mine since you spoke about it on the show in early 2020. So I started right before the pandemic, and it has been really fascinating looking back. Also, I'm not a journaler per se, but this has been a perfect way to take a minute and be thoughtful about my day. So thanks for turning me on to it. Aw. Yeah. I, you know, I sometimes do think about just the randomness of having started the one line a day journal in December 2019. That's unreal. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really weird to like read through all the kind of early so much. pandemic day stuff. Um, okay. To answer your question, do I go back and write something? I sometimes do. I have never missed more than a day. So it's not like I'm filling in like a week's worth of stuff. Right. There have been a couple times. I feel like there have been a couple times where I haven't 
noticed I've missed a day for like a few days. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a second, that's not today's date. And then I go back and I realize like, oh, I missed a day and then just like didn't realize I had missed a day. I also was writing um, 2021 in this year for like a month before I noticed. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's 2022. Oh my God. See, I would have to start <laughs> over. I don't know if I could handle that. Okay. <laughs> um. So I have, and then there are other times where I just like exit out and just, you know, that was, I just missed it. Um, I will say I've never like deliberately skipped a day there, but I sometimes like occasionally there will be days where either like I'm so tired or, mm. you know, I, I try to do it before I like start reading or do anything else just so I don't forget. But like sometimes if I, if I like start reading or doing a crossword in bed or sometimes then I will sometimes forget. Um, and you bring it with you like on trips? I do. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, I have also thought about like is a little nerve wracking because I don't want to lose it. There's Ooh. no backup, you know? I don't know how I would lose it. Like even on a trip, it just stays on my nightstand. But like I do tend to forget things. Uh So I feel like I could like there's a world where I like leave it somewhere. You know what I mean? And that is sort of that is nerve wracking to me. Okay. But like what am I supposed to do? Like scan every page? Like that? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It's so analog. Seems excessive. Um, I know it's so analog. I guess. Yes, I do take it on trips with me. I guess I just have to, and you know, knock on wood so far, not that I've gone on many trips because it's been the pandemic, but like on the trips I have taken, I have not lost it. So, <sighs> this is so but yes, I agree. It's like the perfect way to take a minute and be thoughtful and just like because there's not enough room to write that much. So, you really have to just like pick out one or two things from the day. And just kind of write them down. And it is so interesting, like, how much my memory is jogged just by these, like, little short sentences of things. Mm-hmm. God so damn it. I just, I you know, one. and I think it's like, it's like the, the thing they say about planting a tree. You know, what's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? What's the second best time today? You know, like, it's Ooh. never... It's never, never too, late. too late. It's never too late to start. Like, I thought I was like, oh, I should have started this 10 years ago. I'm like, sure. But I'm so glad I started when I did, you know? So, Kate, you could start now. And trust me, three years from now, you will be like, oh, my gosh, in 2022, I was just getting over COVID. Like, oh, my God, I know. What a wild uh... time. Like, I don't know. I just think you should. I think you should do it. I think I have do one. It. I've bought one. I just am like, oh, this is too big. I don't. I don't. I can't deal with this. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Didn't mean to make this about me. Uh, anyway, thank you for that answer, Dory. Well, listen, we have one last thing to share from a listener, which I love this suggestion. They wrote, if listeners don't want to buy a product just for puffy eyes, I've had great results with spoons. Just lay them in your eye socket, already cool, and they cover the whole eye. If they want, popping the spoons in the fridge for a few is also nice and refreshing. 
Okay. Yeah, this is a great idea. This sounds so nice. I could honestly just go put spoons on my eyes right now. Mm, It does sound very cooling. Well, this has been a long episode and a lot of fun. Yes, I agree. It's great to see you. You, I know you're not feeling 100%, but you sound a lot better. I, I feel better. I do feel a lot better. So thank you very much for acknowledging that. I appreciate it. <sighs> All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.